We look forward to seeing you at Two Days of Truth being presented by Beyond Labels. It's our fourth annual Two Days of Truth Summit. This year's theme is Detox is for Everybody. We're bombarded by everything from chemtrails to EMFs to pesticides, herbicides, even uh, toxic people. We're going to deal with all of these aspects at the Two Days of Truth Summit coming up. Sina, give us the final information. I'm really excited about this summit. I think this is going to be our best one yet. It's June 14th and 15th at Polyface Farm. We have some fantastic speakers like Sayer G, the founder of Green Med Info, uh, Dr. Leland Stillman, who's been featured by Wise Traditions lately, Hilda Labrada-Gore, affectionately known as Holistic Hilda, you and me, of course, we also have, for the first time ever, a kids and teens program. So now the adults can enjoy the adult side while they know that their kids and their teens are having fun while also being educated by Joel, myself, and Hilda. It's going to be a blast. And this year, what we're going to do is we're going to actually teach you ancient and modern techniques for how to detoxify the body, mind, and spirit. And we're going to help you put together a personalized plan like an action plan that you can take home and start. As soon as you arrive home, you can implement this action plan and start your detoxing. You know, listen, folks, Polyface is only eight hours from half of the U.S. population. Take a long weekend, come join us, and uh, you'll rub shoulders with other like-minded people, find our tribe, and be encouraged. It's a lonely place out there lots of times, especially if you're a bit of a maverick. So come and spend time with other mavericks and get encouraged, inspired, and enthused about living a more healthy life. So I love the topic for this year, detoxification. It is one of the most important topics that we could ever address at our health summit. Because as Joel mentioned, everyone, every single person needs to know how to detoxify their body, mind, and spirit in order to achieve optimal health and wellness. These are some of the questions that we would ask. Are they raised in mobile housing? Um, are they fed GMOs? Does any of the food have uh, pesticides or herbicides sprayed on them? Does the land, do they spray the land with either pesticides or herbicides? Are any antibiotics administered? And are the chickens disinfected with any chemicals during processing? Hi, everybody. Welcome to another podcast from Beyond Labels with your hosts, Joel Salatin, the farmer, and Dr. Cena McCullough, our favorite um, researcher. Today's topic comes from one of our listeners. We love listener feedback. Sarah Bodenheimer says, um, I listen to the podcast every Thursday morning on my way to work. Thank you for that. But her basic issue is she says I'm frustrated more than ever over the past couple of weeks trying to find she, she I, I tried I thought I had some really good Vidalia onions I went to the farmer's market and I found only um uh, one vendor that doesn't spray uh of all the vendors there at the farmer's market and and he raises microgreens I was looking for Vidalia onions you know and uh and my brother-in-law wanted to go in on a box of Vidalia onions so I emailed the farm asked what they spray on their crop they couldn't tell me. All they said is, quote, all Vidalia farms spray them with the same USDA approved pesticide. Yeah, it's always USDA approved in it. Uh, your best bet may be to buy organic onions at the grocery store, unquote. Needless to say, uh, I'm not going to be splitting this box of onions with my brother-in-law. Am I doing this right? Do you have any resources that I can access 
to be better equipped in finding clean food. Any guidance or advice will be appreciated. My go-to question has been, what do you spray? I feel as if leaving it open-ended on their end may allow me to have more transparency. Uh, so, so you know, th th this is this is not uh, certainly seen. A, this isn't the first time we've received, um, you know, a request like this. How do we how do we proceed? And um, and you have some some great initial thoughts, uh, and we'll we'll try to help um, we'll try to help Sarah uh, 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 through this. And 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 at the top, I think it's important for me to say we don't have a recipe. We don't have a recipe, you know, book. But we do have some thoughts that I think will be helpful. So, Sina, you want to start? Sure. Um, and yeah, I love this question because we've all been there, right? It's a process that we go through to try to basically swap out one one unclean food for one clean food at a time, right? We go through the process. So, what I'm going to do is share. I'm going to start by sharing a few tidbits from our book from mine and Joel's book called Beyond Labels, because we do cover a lot of this in the book in terms of where do you start? What questions do you ask, right? How, how do you actually find this clean food? So under Practical Bite number 52, the tip is how to eat ecologically grown produce from a local farmer. So one website you can go to is localharvest.org. Um, and there's an organic farms section on that website. You enter the zip code and different farms will pop up in your area, but you can't just trust those farms just because they're on that website. Okay. That's like, that's step one. Step two is going to be, you're either going to call the farm or you're going to ask some questions uh, by going to the farm. Some of the questions that we ask is what is your fertilizer program? What is your pest control program? What is your weed control program? Do you till the soil? Do you apply biosolids to your land? Where does the water come from that's used to irrigate your crops? And do you wax your produce? All right, so those are some initial um, questions that you could ask beyond just, you know, what do you, or do you spray? Um, or what do you spray? Um, in terms of trying to find ecologically raised pastured chickens, um, Joel provided a website from the American Pastured Poultry Producers Association. It's APPA.org. So you can find local um, pastured poultry uh, producers. Put, put, put one more P in it, Cena. It's APPP. There's oh, three APPA. There. <laughs> <laughs> it's APPA. Okay, APPPA.org. So use so that's step one, right? You can use that to find a local pasture poultry producer, a local PPP. Then again, you can either visit the farm or you can call them. These are some of the questions that we would ask. Um, you would ask, are they raised in mobile housing? Um, are they fed GMOs? Does any of the food have um, pesticides or herbicides sprayed on them? Does the land, do they spray the land with either pesticides or herbicides? Are any antibiotics administered? And are the chickens disinfected with any chemicals during processing? 
So you could just actually ask what are what is used to disinfect the chickens during processing. All right, so those are our basic questions for trying to find clean chicken. The next one would be ecologically raised pastured eggs. And, and again, you're gonna go to that same website, the APPPA.org. Uh, again, call the farmer or visit the farm. And you're gonna ask um, very, this, basically the same questions. If the chickens were raised in mobile housing, if they were fed GMOs or any food that had pesticides or herbicides, if there were any pesticides or herbicides sprayed on the land, if any antibiotics were given to the chickens and what was used to disinfect the eggs during processing, if anything, you know, like were they bleached or whatnot? All right, then we have, we have two more. We have questions for finding um, ecologically raised grass finished beef and then pork. Okay, so for the beef, the website that Joel provided was eatwild.com. Again, that's step one. You would then either visit the farm that popped up or you would call the farm. You would ask if the cows are ecologically raised, including things like, are they rotated on pasture? Are they fed GMOs uh, or any, are any of the foods sprayed with pesticides or herbicides? Or is the land sprayed? Um, if they're given antibiotics or hormones, and if the meat is not, uh, is disinfected with chemicals during processing, um, I would also, I'm going to add, so for the chickens, the cows and the pork, basically any of the animals, I ask if they're vaccinated, you know, and, and if they are, what are they vaccinated with? Especially since, you know, Joel, we just did that three-part series on right. MR vaccines being in the food supply. So mm -hmm. for me, if they're vaccinated with anything, that's a no-go, right? Um, I used to tolerate some vaccines at some point, like if we were traveling, um, and I didn't have access to like polyphase meat, for instance, then if they just did some traditional vaccines, I'd be willing to eat it. So I wouldn't starve. Mm -hmm. But now that we know they're replacing the conventional vaccines, the more traditional vaccines with the mRNA versions, now it's just a no start for me. I won't eat anything that's been vaccinated. Um, and then, so let me, the last one is how to find the ecologically raised pastured pork. Again, it's uh, one website is eatwild.com. That's step one. You would then visit the farm or call them. Um, ask if the pigs are rotated on pasture. Again, if they're fed GMOs, pesticides, herbicides, if the land is sprayed with pesticides, herbicides, if they're given antibiotics, hormones, or um, vaccines, and how is the meat disinfected during processing? So that's a, a, a good starting point, right? Those questions kind of cover a lot of, right. of different areas, but then Joel, you had um, a couple more options for where they can start looking right through. Different yeah. Products. Yeah. Um, there's a, I'll hold it up here so everybody can see it. The, uh, the Weston A. Price Foundation has a shopping guide and uh, they have it divided by, you know, uh, by category, you know, bread, uh, even, uh, you know, pemmican and jerky, uh, produce, fruits, um, processed meat, fresh meat, different things. And uh, the, the, the thing about this is that it has categories uh, divided in even within those categories of best and good. And then, and then there's uh, some of them have a little thing at the end, you know, avoid just to help, you know, you know, what, what are, what are the big red flag things that you want to avoid? And uh, they, they don't have, they don't have any, um, any businesses uh, listed, but you know, like under, uh, 
uh, let's see what under grains and legumes avoid um, uh, things from China. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so um, you know, th this is a great guide and, and it, it's growing, it's growing each year and, um, and really, you know, it's, it's been a, been a helpful thing. Um, I, I think, I think one of the most important things seeing that we can encourage folks in this discussion uh, when, when you're looking is just don't give up. I mean, I, you know, I, I appreciate the, the, um, the frustration. I mean, you, you know, you think you're going to the farmer's market and you're going to all these, you know, nice, cool, you know, uh, uh, clean farms. And well, I mean, she said he, some of, some of the people, um, their Vidalia onions, they didn't even know who grew them, you know, and they're at farmer's markets. Now, obviously that's not a producer only market. That's a market that allows, you know, anybody to come in and there's an entire, you know, uh, whatever non-supermarket subculture, if you will, that, that goes to these non-producer only markets and, um, and, and, and they buy and sell, you know, uh, they buy overages, um, and, and they find stuff and, and, and uh, act as a whatever, as a, as a, you know, kissing cousin to the supermarket. Um, but, but beyond that, the main thing is keep looking, keep looking. I mean, you know, we, um, we get, we get frustrated. You know, we, we think this shouldn't be that difficult. You know, I just want to find an unsprayed Vidalia onion, right? I mean, how, how hard can that be? Well, it's actually, it's actually not easy. And, um, and, you know, you might, you might not have, you might not be able to find a Vidalia onion. You might have to get a different kind of onion. I know Vidalias are really cool. And, you know, if you want to go eat one, go eat one. I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, fuss at you. you. You you can call that your 20%. Cena, don't jump on me for my 20%. Um, uh, but don't bad. Like, don't bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but, but uh, for sure, uh, there are, you know, there are going to be organic Vidalia onions probably at the supermarket. And so, uh, so just, don't just diss the whole, you know, that whole option either. But the main thing is keep looking. Don't, don't take your frustration and say, ah, you know, forget this. It's too difficult. And, and go eat bonbons in front of the Netflix show. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, stay with it. And finally, I think, to wrap it up, we would simply say, don't give up, uh, uh, be encouraged and, and don't give up. And, uh, and, and you will, if you, if you keep, um, you know, if you keep searching, you know, you, you'll, you'll find that, that option. And, um, and, and I think that's, that's our, that's our final encouragement to everybody to, um, you know, to, to just not, not give up and stay with it. Thank you for joining us on another Beyond Labels podcast. Cena and I appreciate your listening. If you like this kind of information, please share it with your friends so that we can continue to get more of this practical advice out to our world. Thanks for being with us. We look forward to you on our next Beyond Labels podcast.